0: With the honor call for greatness, the chosen of few, that carry the gifted genius, who do what they do, who possess finesse of blessed with desire. It's true. Welcome back to Gilbert Arena, presented by
1: Underdog do. Fantasy I'm
0: Wolf, wolf.
1: <laughs> I like it when the whole crew does the woof woof. Yes, sir. Sometimes y'all be bullshit and y'all don't really bring it, but today, <laughs> today we did it. So I'm back with the living legend, Gilbert Arenas. What's happening? Uh oh! You got this yes, post! Yes, sir. Sir.
0: You got
2: this yes, post! What the?
1: Yeah! <laughs> yeah! This? Yeah, it? I'm in control of the smoke now! Shit! I'm gonna add a little bit to it. <laughs> we got the national champion, Rashad McKenzie. Hey, back in the building. You know
0: where I'm at, baby. <laughs> you know how to see there you <laughs>
1: Wow, so March Madness is on and popping. So we're gonna talk some college stuff in a little bit But technically we're NBA show, Mm -hmm. you know, we're gonna hit that as well But first we got to start with the biggest news of the day Aaron Rodgers jumped on Pat McAfee show There's been an ongoing debate about where he was gonna go. He's gonna come back to the Packers He announced his intentions to play with the Jets, but here's the thing, you know, he's a Packers great Spent his whole career there Super Bowl champion Super Bowl MVP four-time MVP was Brett Favre's successor I think the the Packers ruffled his feathers a little bit when they drafted Jordan Love and basically said that, you know, they're going to put the team on his back in the near future. But in regards to uh, Aaron dipping to the Jets, what do you think about him going to the Jets first and foremost? What do you also think about the report that he requested that a bunch of his former Packers homies, the Jets had to sign them in order to make that deal go, along with OBJ?
2: I mean, mean, that makes sense to me. I mean, you know... um he ain't at the rebuilding age yeah. you know <laughs> you know so um you know if he's going to you know basically the clippers of the of new york <laughs> the clippers <laughs> the clippers of new york i mean you know you you want to bring in your own squad you know people you believe in people you know that can help you win right now so you know um you know requesting that the team gets you know these players that is going to make him successful which makes them successful i mean it's a smart move Try what you think. Man,
0: that's a LeBron move. Okay. Yeah, he lebron did it, you know. He's going to GM it, you know what I'm saying, make sure I get my pieces that mm-hmm. I need in a new market where, you know, New York is, is, is ruthless. Yeah. So he can't go in there empty-handed. He can't go in there losing anything. And uh, like my homies say, they got the, the number three best defense. They, they're, they're rebuilding. They're, they're trying to come up. Yeah. Got some new receiver cores, but he needs people he can depend on.
1: Yeah, quarterback was definitely an issue for him with Zach Wilson, so I understand that. LeBron Angle, except LeBron, he went to the Lakers yeah. of the not the NFL, not, not the Clippers. Not the Clippers. As Gil, <laughs> as Gil pointed out. <laughs> what would be well, the Lakers? What would well, be the Lakers? Well, well, no, no, no. Technically, it's the Kawhi Leonard.
2: Okay. When he was telling Toronto, right. you know, I want Paul George. You know, mm-hmm. I'll take a pickup for Paul George, and somehow I think – they missed the concept of he would take a pay cut for Paul George and then said, hey, and then Clippers, I want Paul George. And I was like, All right, cool,
1: gotcha. And I was going to ask y'all, who, who Aaron, who's Aaron Rodgers of the NBA? But when we look back historically, I'm going to say it's closer to what Hakeem did with the Rockets back in the day. He spent his whole career there, won some chips. They tried to give him the uh, you know, $13 million contract. He was like, fucking, I'm going to go to Toronto. Didn't play out as well for him there. He was kind of washed at that point. Yeah. Hopefully, Aaron does a better job with his his stuff, but let's keep this thing moving and shaking. Now we back to the NBA. So Damian Lillard hopped on JJ Reddick's podcast mm-hmm. and had this to say about the state of the NBA.
0: While I understand we play to win championships, we all want to win a championship, we can't keep acting like nothing matters, like the rest of the stuff, the journey doesn't matter. We can't keep doing that, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like there are so many ways that the league is different. There's so many ways, and I, I think about it all the time where I'm like, man, I just don't, I don't know if I don't know if I'm if I can just play a long, long time because I don't I don't enjoy
1: what what the NBA as a whole is becoming. So hearing what Dame had to say, question for both of y'all. Do you think ring culture is ruining the NBA? Ring culture? The culture that uh, you know—they devalue guys who haven't won rings. I know you're not a big team accolade guy, but seems like the narrative nowadays amongst the average NBA fan—I'm not going to say hoopers like yourselves—but the average NBA fan seems to think, oh, if you don't win a ring, you're trash. Right.
2: Well, I mean, that's the narrative that's always been pushed—is yep. rings. That's what they've used to um, push over other athletes. You know, um, you know to use rings like it it actually determines how good you were as a player yourself. You're, like, there's, you know, Michael Jordan. There's also six players that don't play. Mm. That gets the same credit as MJ, right? So, that they're uh, winners,
1: that they're, they're champions. They're considered like they're winners. Yeah. Like, yeah. no,
2: that's not how, you know, this shit works. Like, there's some guys who... They're not fortunate to be in on a winning situation yep. in a winning culture. And you're saying their legacy don't matter because they wasn't fortunate to win a, a ring. It, it's, it's stupid,
0: man. I just first and foremost, I want to shout out to my boy, Dane. You came I'm prepared. Rep, you know what you I'm saying? Prepared, I got the shoes uh, in the whole nine, baby. Uh, but um, Coordination. I, I want to say, man, like it's a big thing because like you said, the narrative is being pushed. Mm-hmm and it wasn't when we came in the league. Dame came in in 2012, I came in in 2005 and it was about body of work. It's about what you brought to the game and how you elevated the game. And that's why I always look at your career and I'm like, yo, you brought a different dynamic to the game that elevated it in the battle rings. It's about man, if he was healthy, mm-hmm. what he would have done to catapult the game to the next level. So you look at Dame and you say, how can you ignore the body of work and then also ignore where he's at. You know, small market, Portland. Nobody really wants to go there and win. Not since the the Portland team that made it to the Western Conference Finals. So I look at it and at the culture and you say, man, the narrative's being pushed not by the players. Yeah. It's being pushed by the media. And then the fans accept that and they say, well, you know, he didn't win here. He didn't do this. It's like, but Like we said about the KD, uh, when I did the role playing, I'm like, I already won two championships. Why y'all still mad at me, right? And so for Dame, it's like, I don't need to win a championship to validate myself as a player. I've already done that. And, And the respect from the players is really what you play for. It's like, as long as these other guys know that I was that guy, if I don't win, it's cool. If I do win, it is cool. But my body at work is gonna speak for
1: itself. It feels like that's a narrative that's being created, right? When we talk about this ring culture in the modern era, this ring culture thing really spurned as a result of LeBron. When LeBron and Kobe were going at it and and, and it was the debate, who's better? Wait, wait, come again?
2: (laughs) You said that started when? When
1: (laughs) When when LeBron? That's when ring culture really started hitting hitting it hard. So it didn't start in the 80s with Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and them? Nobody was talking about oh, how many rings does this dude got. Everybody always prioritized winning championships. Mm. But what I'm saying is, it became about rings when LeBron had all these individual accolades but hadn't won a ring yet. Oh, well, he's no, not no, good no, enough no. unless he wins a ring. No, you got to win seven rings to be to Michael beat Jordan. Consider. Yeah, but Bill Russell won 11, and nobody ever brings that up. You know, no, what I'm but saying?
0: Mike actually said in an interview that he's picking Kobe over LeBron because it's five beats one.
1: Exactly.
2: So it was Michael. Michael Jordan is the one who set the standard, yep. and this is why, when they used the eleven rings against him, he said he has the most rings in a thirty-team game. He has the most rings in a thirty-team game, and that's why he should be considered. And that's how that worked. Yeah. So he 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 used yep. metrics to get rid of to get rid of. Um, Bill Russell's eleven rings, like oh yeah, that's cute. When you got eight fucking teams, that's cute. <laughs> how, about, how about when there's thirty teams? Yep.
1: I think when I, Jordan came in, there was like 23, 24. Then over the course was, of his career, they expanded, added obviously the Magic, the Hornets, the Heat, all those squads. But, that's, but the by Masters. the time he started
2: winning rings, you already had twenty eight teams. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So he was the reason. So he used that to jump in front of. Yeah. To for Bill Russell, and I was like, "Well, it, it makes sense." Mm-hmm. So he <laughs> has been the standard. He's been the standard at 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 six. So everyone's legacy. If you're going to be a great, it's basically you have to get seven rings, right? Which is fucking impossible. Yes. At this point in with time, with this, this current NBA. because right now, no, I mean, you can, if, if two, two dominant players decide, hey, you know what, let's just go after these rings, yeah. right? But no one no one does that because everyone wants to
1: build their legacy first yep. and then try to win later. I mean, the only person you could say is really close to doing that is probably Steph with the four rings. I'm saying that's still legitimate, but he yeah. just turned 35. Right. So even that, LeBron, you could say, but let's be real, LeBron, you're 20 now. He's probably got two or three good years left. But I don't now, envision the Lakers going on a three-peat.
2: Now defense. what what happens if Steph says, all right, I have the resume. Now let me just go ring chase. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And get those. But that's that that's that's where we are now where you have to sign bad contracts to build a dynasty. Yeah. It's hard to build a dynasty now because players are, you know, you're you're playing great. To get paid early. Yep. No one wants to talk about Golden State. The reason they became a dynasty is because the best player was undervalued. Absolutely. Steph signed a horrible deal, his
1: first contract. That with the extension, right? After the ankle injuries. At and all, all the right? ankle
2: injuries, mm-hmm. and he got paid. Like, you know, Drew Holiday was making more than him. You know, he wasn't
1: an all-star. Like, so
2: when he signed that contract, it was it was a shit deal compared to where he turned out. Yep. So you you got Draymond, you you maxing out Draymond, you maxing out Clay, and then you still got enough money to sign KD to help. Like it, it's because of that original mm-hmm. deal. So that's how the Bulls dynasty. They were everybody was underpaid. That Scottie Pippen building.
1: contract still hurts to this day. Like that with a seven-year, eighteen 18 mil, whatever he signed. Yeah, so. I'm
2: pretty sure if you know Anthony Davis' next contract, he signs a you know five-year, eighty-five million-dollar deal oh, yeah, you know, the Lakers is in the future. Right, right, <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. You can sign two more max players with all the money he saved over. But, you know, it has to be someone has to sign some really bad contracts for, you know, you to build this dynasty. And that's not – I don't see that happening anytime soon.
0: And if you look at the ring culture, going back to what we were just talking about, if Steph don't got seven rings, right, Steph is going to be like, damn, I'm never going to be considered better than Michael Jordan, better than these other great-tier players because of the culture of saying, ah, oh, you got to win this amount to even be considered this. Mm-hmm. So that's why Dame is pissed. Like, I, c- I can feel the energy of, like, why do I have to do this to be considered this when my body of work says this, right? My body of work says that I've been put into work. So why do I have to win this amount of championships to do this? Like you said, Michael Jordan set that standard. Hey, man, Kobe's five championships and LeBron's one. Now LeBron went, collected some, some chips. Now he can say, I'm mentioned in the category. Yeah. Now, now I, I broke the record. I did this, I did that. Now, what can you say? I, I
2: got a question. Who has the most championships in a non-big city? I figured. San Antonio. <laughs> uh-huh. Spurs. What, Tim Duggan with five, uh-huh. with the Spurs? Yep. And what, why, why were they winning? Team. Tony Parker was underpaid. Team? Tim oh, Duncan was shit. underpaid. Ginobili yep. was underpaid. Yep. So basically, <laughs> big time. Their whole their, their whole team was underpaid. You're like we're trying to keep building. That was the excuse to keep them guys from being paid high. Wow. Like Ginobili. I mean, uh, Tony Parker was a was he already a two time champ? Before he no, got his money? No, he was a champion. He was already a champion, already an all star, I believe, when he signed his first deal, and it was basically 66 million. Yep.
0: That was the max back then, wasn't
2: it? Hell no!
0: Eighty was the max.
2: It was eighty nine.
1: Eighty nine. One uh, we thing you know is bread. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what that max was. <laughs> <know>, <laughs> <that>, you know <laughs> what that bread's yeah, gonna look yeah. like. But let's go back to Dame. Do you give Dame any credit? You know, we always talk about loyalty in sports and loyalty, and everybody got to be loyal to the team. Kobe stayed on the Lakers. He didn't leave. Mm. Do you give Dame credit for not running from the grind and staying with this Blazers squad and seeing it through? Listen, you want to you want to give him
2: the credit for being loyal, right? Um, but loyalty from the players has never been questioned. Mm-hmm. It's loyalty from the owners that's always the question mark. The player is gonna the player really believe players really believe that the organization is gonna build a team around them, right? So they're willing to sit there and stay and build their career and say it's going to happen. And sometimes you get into this, this mode and you wake up, you're fucking 34 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And they're in the rebuilding. How many how many rebuilding seasons has he been through?
0: Mm. Man. And think about this, though. Is it the owner that needs to give him the chance by giving him opportunity to go to another team? There's a lot of conversation like it's not Dame that needs to act out. It's the owner that needs to do right by him by saying, man, we ain't going to be able to bring nobody in here to help you to win no chip for real. <laughs> like we we respect your loyalty. We respect that you want to build here at Rip City, but man, we want to see you win too. We want to see you win. Your loyalty should be awarded. And as much as I, I love Dame for his loyalty, it takes a lot for him to come out and express the way he feels like. He don't feel like he can last a lot longer in this league with the way that it's going, because he just want to play. He just want to hoop. He just want to prove himself. But then again, it's like, hey, we want you to win too, bro. We want to see you hold up that championship at some point. And it's a, it's a dynamic where it's up in the air right now. It's like, it's push and pull. It's like, damn, man, what do I do? And I just want him to win too. Yeah. At the same time, I want him to be happy. You know what I'm saying?
2: It, it, there's this big misconception about, um, I, I guess they call them empty stats, right? yeah not understanding this what dame has done in the last three four five <laughs> years is harder than everything else yeah for him to make the playoffs by himself is much harder like you can like him scoring 40 every night to just compete yeah Versus someone who has three other players with him going half-assed. Because they don't need to go that hard. Talk about it. They don't need to go that hard. Talk so about that it. When I watch MVPs, this is how I look at it. If I take you off, what does your team look like? Now, if I take Steph Curry off, right? He still has Jordan Poole. He still has Clay. He still has Wiggins. He still has Draymond, right? If I take KD off the Suns, they have they still have Booker. They still have CP. They still have Aiton. If I take Dame off his team, AAU squad, man, adult fucking league,
0: <laughs> twenty-four hour fitness,
2: right? But that—that's now. So if he's in the playoffs, why isn't he considered in MVP? It's a great. Call. He's the only one in the group that has to go a hundred miles an hour just to compete against other groups who were basically going half ass. Man. And that's never, I've never understood that. Like, how are you an MVP because you have better players on your team? Well, you have better players. Of course you should be an MVP. You have this, 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 this. I'm by myself fucking competing with you guys. Fucking five Bugattis, and I gotta try to, try to beat out all you guys.
1: Well, you could say the same thing about Joker in Denver last year, right? Yeah. Like, six seed, MVP. But even this year with this squad, no other All-Stars beside himself, you take Joker off that squad, the Nuggets, yes. But, but that's, what makes, that's what makes Embiid third because
2: you do have Harden, you, you have mm-hmm. other pieces that came to help
1: you. No one, no one, who, who went there? You take Embiid off the Sixers, uh. yeah, But you still have, you still, I, mean, I mean, you, you still, still have
0: something. Are yeah. We not having these conversations. Like that conversation alone is like, he's doing so much by himself we're not giving him credit about how much more difficult that is. Like, that's so difficult to go out there every night, night in, knowing that you don't have no one to depend on. Mm-hmm. And you can't half-ass it. Like, like, Gil, you're so fucking brilliant when you talk about that shit. It's like, it's obvious that guys get to take half nights off. They don't have to go 100% all the time. I could take this position off, this position off. uh go ahead, you do it. I'll sit out this game. Matter of fact, you run it. Like Dame is every night, night in, night out, I gotta show up for my team. They look, they depend on me. Mm-hmm. And so when you have that dependency and you a real leader and you cut from a real cloth, there is no backing down. There is no night where my ankle might feel a little, I gotta, let me ice, 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 ice. I gotta be ready for tomorrow. And that's what I love about Dame. It's like, he never gave in to that side of the, of the business. He wanted to stay straight. So for the team not to get real pieces around him, it's not his fault. But like you said, it's like it's a conversation that's not being had about, you know, half ass ass three players on one team and don't really have to go hard all the time. But then this one guy shows up and he putting his team in position every year and it's just not enough. So like
2: like the here's a great example, the Kobe, the Kobe, when he averaged 35 and didn't win. Right. As players, all players said he's MVP. Mm -hmm. Right? Voters said it's Nash. Right? Kobe averaged 35 because he had to. Right? They were supposed to be last place. They looked at that squad and they said, oh, this is last place. Mm -hmm. He willed them to the eighth spot. He did everything in his power to get them to the eighth spot. Right? When you look at Nash's team, Four of those players are top ten in uh, a uh, three-point percentage. Yep, three All Stars. Like, of course, their fucking team is gonna be good. How is this even the same valuation? You got three All Stars versus him and some trash, and he got him the eighth spot, averaging thirty-five. But you want to say, well, he won't pass the ball to who? No. Who the <laughs> fuck is he passing the ball <laughs> to? <laughs> Do you think he will be averaging thirty-five points? If he had somebody to pass it to, that is the thing that people do not understand if they never played the game. I don't want to average 35. I'm averaging 35 because nobody else can fucking score. Now, if I have this person and this person and this person, I can average 20, 20, and 20. That's how that shit works. Absolutely. That's how it works, and they don't realize—voters do not realize how that works. Stop looking at the best team, and it's the best player. That is not the fucking best player if he has the best team. He is not the MVP, the most valuable player in the NBA. He's the most valuable player to that fucking team. Yeah, yep. not in the NBA. No, mm. no, 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 no. No knock against Dirk Nowinski in his in his right. He went to the championship right the year before that. Mm-hmm. He lost to Miami, yep. right? Which makes what? Them the second best team in the NBA. So when they start the next season, they're number two. Shaq them, all of them got hurt. Yep. Who's number one? Dallas. Dallas. And he averages, what, 22, 24, and 10. Well, how are we rewarding this? What, what did he do? Hmm. He didn't will them. They were second last year. They went to the championship. They, they didn't, he didn't will them to, but he wins it because he's the... And that's, 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 like, some of, them, some of them, them them MVPs, I'm like, that's not the best player in the league. Right. That's not the most valuable.
0: But reiterate, like you just said with Kobe, we as players, we don't want to go out there and average 35. Like, that's not the mock. Because if you're a real player and a real winner, you know splitting the pot is what's going to get you the, the chip. And when you have to go out there and, and wheel yourself 35 a game, it's exhausting, but it's what we got to do to get this win or at least get close to Mm -hmm. an opportunity. So just like you said, the fans don't understand that dynamic. Like, man, real hoopers don't go out there like, man, I'm gonna average 40. Nah, man, this is what my team need me to do to win. I'm gonna do
1: it. It's crazy to see that dynamic, though, of how fans, media might approach something. I've never been a fan of media being able to vote for MVP because you might sit courtside every game. You have no idea what you're actually watching. Mm Whereas, you know, same thing we talked about last week when, when you guys say Kobe's top three, you know, ask the average fan, oh, he's this, he's that, whatever. But you guys actually play, so you know what it takes and you actually got to see it up close. A person had to try and stop it, had to try and score on them. So it's a different perspective. Yeah. So, so when, you, when, you're, when you're evaluating talent, right,
2: and you're evaluating how great someone is playing. Dame is by himself, technically, right? That means the defense is keyed on who? Mm. Him. Talk about it. Double teams, right? Sagging doubles. Like, you know, they're they're keying on him. Triple teams if they have to. Like, he has to go through more obstacles to score. Has Klay Thompson ever been doubled in his career?
0: (laughs) No. Right? He's (laughs) Never. never
2: been doubled in his career. Right? You know, uh, Curry gets some doubles here and there. Once he got Katie, no more doubles. Ever. Right? So when you have other players, you have to play us one-on-one. You have to play us one-on-one. Dame, he don't get that luxury of fucking one-on-one basketball. (sighs) He's going to get doubled if he goes on. Why do you think he has to set the pick so high? So if you try to double it, he has enough room to get through it. Like I remember I'm playing against Steve Nash. Steve Nash has so many fucking players on his team. We could not double. We're going to pick and roll, they're going to sag. He's busting my ass every time. I come off the pick and roll, here comes a hard show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> every now, time. Now, now
2: you see why 1 four flat. You, Get out you, of here. you have no help. I have no help. Like I, players like Iverson. Iverson is one man. The rest of his team trash, man. Yeah, trash. Trash. Juice by himself finals. But y'all don't want to consider what he did was great that year. Y'all, something's wrong with y'all. Yep. By me. himself. LeBron James in that, um, when he went to the last finals. Right? Same team. just He just leaves to come to L.A. Same exact team. Last
1: place. Hmm. Last place. Last. When Jordan left, number one picks for when he went left to go to the Miami. Number one picks for several seasons. What I'm saying is, when Jordan left, what uh, what Bulls were still what first or second in the East? When, when Scotty finished third in MVP yeah. vote that year, we yeah. went yeah. to go play baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That,
2: that's how good they were. That Jordan can leave and they can still be balling. Boom. So
1: are you taking something away from MJ for that? Then? No, I'm just saying okay. there's a just difference. Sure, there's a difference. A saying, difference. There's, there's a a difference.
2: There's a difference. It is. I like that. When one man has to carry a bunch of trash with him. When he was playing against Golden State, there's no fucking chance to win. No, really? Come on, let's. He has to neutralize. Like, look, like, it's. Let's just be honest. It's him, right? His matchup is Kevin Durant, right? Whose matchup is, who, who, whose matchup is Curry on Golden State? I mean, on the Cavs. Whose matchup is Clay? Mm. Draymond, mm-hmm. you, you have to be able to neutralize. So he got to neutralize this whole team. There was no fucking way he was gonna win. No. But then we say, oh, <laughs> he lost all these finals. <laughs> Do y'all see what he has? Yeah. Like stop, stop playing. Stop with the dumb. They, they, they with the dumb shit. Or, or at least become
0: better in analysis of the game because when you're really watching, like you said, you step on when you're a hooper, you step on the floor and you can really play. They're gonna send their best at you. So the moment you step up, there's a a guy picking you up 94 feet, denying the ball. Mm -hmm. There's a guy coming off that pick and roll. Look, we doubling, trapping him every Every single time, even in the post. Go get him as soon as he catch it. Not on the dribble, on the catch. We're going from the baseline and from the top. We want the swing, swing to go to the corner. Mm -hmm. They're going to beat us on the backside. We're not letting him win, right? So when you got that pressure and you still scoring? It's hard. What? You're a monster because you can't be stopped. But then it's like, what are your utility guys doing? Like, do we have to depend on Eric Snow? Mm -hmm. Uh, AI had to depend on Eric Snow and Aaron McKee. Backside, I got to see what they're going to do. Or are you looking at guys like, they got to depend on Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons. Like, they're not proven to be guys that's going to help, but... They're on the team, so we gotta give him a
2: chance. <laughs> They're, on the team. They're on the team. They gotta match up with Poole. He, he goes against Golden State. It's like they gotta match up with Poole and Clay and Wiggins if Wiggins comes back and Draymond Green and, and Steph. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's about neutralizing points. If I, can't neut- I can I not can handle my spot, but can they handle theirs? If not, someone has to make up the difference. Yes, sir. And you're not giving the guy the credit
1: for making up the difference to keep them trying to win. Man. So it's the last question I got for you on, on the Dame side. It seems to me, just as an outside observer, that Dame is a guy that really loves hooping. he would probably do it for free. He's not doing it. You know, the money's great, don't get me wrong, but I just want to do this anyway because I love hooping. So how many guys... Really love playing basketball. And to be honest, unless you get under
2: the hood, unless you get under the hood, um, it's it's really hard to tell. Um, I can say this, you know, in this game, in this game today, there's more privileged kids coming from good back homes uh, backgrounds than they, you know, than in the previous, right? You know, it's coming from the inner city, and now you have privileged kids, which means there's two ways to make it to the league, right? Or just professional sports. The first one that we all know is pain, yep. right? Not being in this situation anymore. I don't want to live here. You know, this is the hood. I need to get my mama out, right? We know that story, right? That's the one we all hear about getting to the promised land. There's another one, love, mm. right? You love it so much, you can't let it go. Yeah. That's, where, that, that's, where, that's where all like the Steph Curry's, the Clay's, the, Mike, the, the Colby's, all of those, it's the love of the game that makes yeah. that side go, mm-hmm. you know? So when these two meet, which one is more balanced? Got him. This one, because he was privileged, mm-hmm. he already had it. He already had the money, so he ain't giving up on the dream. That, that's his dream. This guy, once this guy gets the money,
1: he already got himself out of the situation. So, I mean, if you want to break it down to, to two guys, it looks, you could say LeBron is the pain side, right? Trying to get him in better situation. Somebody like Steph, and that's not to knock, but Steph dad played in the league, came mm-hmm. from a strong household. And... That's a debate right now. So it's not to say that coming from pain makes you ultimately better than no. the guy coming from love. Really, is who's going to put that work in. And sometimes those dudes can be on an equivalent level, right? Yeah, not- yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, 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 dead ass. It's it's just one of those things where, you know, it's it's when you're talking about who loves it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just who, who can't, you know, who can't stay away from it. Like, you know, like, you can tell the, the, the players that's that's getting better. That, that's why I said when I'm, when, if I'm a GM – and I'm a coach and I'm going into these drafts and I'm asking these questions I want to know who loves this game yep. so when you when you when you're interviewing um, players right and you're you know they're coming in and training and and they're coming in by themselves yes how do I I don't I can't tell who you are by yourself I can't tell what you are, what do you have inside by yourself. I need to see when you're in competition to see what happens. Like, I need to see the mannerisms. Yes. The mannerisms let me know what I'm paying for. All
1: right, well, fellas, let's keep this thing moving. We on the move. We on the air. We got some live breaking news for y'all regarding the Ja Moran situation. Oh, shit. So Jaws left, left the counseling program in Florida. Woohoo! But, but you're not going like, to like this, though. It, there's more. It's a dot, dot, dot. The NBA is suspending John Morant for eight games without pay for conduct detrimental to the league. And this is coming from Woj. Con? Is that again? The, the NBA is suspending John Morant for eight games without pay for conduct detrimental to the league. Apparently he met with the league. They, they finished their probe or investigation, and that's what they came up with.
0: Mm, they jumping ahead of it. They jumping ahead of it. They got to I mean, at this point, you look at it, it's like, all right, we got enough evidence that this guy's been reckless. What's the evidence? So this, just, just, the, just the online surface of videos and the, the, the countless things that he's been doing.
1: So here's, here's the other caveat. He's eligible to play Monday versus the Mavs. So technically, we've been talking about the situation. You've been saying it's not a suspension. It's been the team protecting them. Mm-hmm. They're including those games. I think he has to miss one more game. So <laughs> we're yeah. get him, hey, get him, Look, get him. Look, so he can I'm play. I'm gathering information wait, wait, as wait. we go, so he can play. Win, so he can play Monday versus the Mavs at home. Let me double check.
2: So it's Golden State Saturday, Mavs home Sunday. Then he gets to play home. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, he Ain't gets nothing to- cha- change same shit that. So basically, the Grizzlies outsmarted them, them fuckers over there.
0: Or he, or he might have been practicing the whole time. He never was in Florida.
2: The no, he never was in you Florida.
0: Know. He's never there.
2: <laughs> right? Am I right? He's playing. this it, Saturday, Golden State, then yeah, Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah, so he's eligible Home game. Monday. Mm-hmm.
1: Home game. I'm never wrong. <laughs> Jump ahead of it. Maybe oh, oh, yeah. you here. <laughs> man, so man, hey,
2: listen, man, listen. Y'all ain't gonna listen. That's why I be trying to tell it. talk about
1: eight gate all. That's already part of it. Let's go. Let's go. Home game. Home stretch. Like I said. Mm. Mm. You know, I'm light skinned, so I, I tend to hate. But I got to give you your credit on this. This is what you you've been saying they were gonna save him for the home game. I like to see that the NBA is included, whatever that was called. But that's a part of the suspension time served, as we say. Yeah. Cause I, I, it, you, it's. <laughs>
2: To be honest, like, who, who knows if he's getting paid or not, all right? Because uh-huh. I can tell you this. If, if you my player, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> what's happening? I ain't, I ain't really trying to piss off my franchise. No, not I, at listen, all. Listen, I got fined. I remember uh, was it? his name was Ted Tapscott. And Ted Tapscott was trying to fine me for anything, right? I didn't do this fine. And I had to sit oh, listen. You can keep sending the motherfucking fines up there all you want. They not finding me. <laughs> all right, they not. We ain't playing that fine shit. Right. Because this is this is what I used to say about fines, and this goes for all you guys out there. Fine, we make too much money. Right. When it comes to petty fines, we make too much money for your fine to change my behavior. Ooh. Right. So if I'm if I'm late to something and you're gonna find me a thousand dollars. Or I do this at 2,500. All that is is fucking pissing me off. Man. Now you're just fucking pissing me off. Either just do it, don't tell me, or just stop. Because if you just keep trying to nickel and dime me, my ankle's gonna hurt Mm. and I'm gonna gonna get paid without playing.
0: So you're gonna go petty on them?
2: Right? So, like, and, and, and I I used to tell that to Ernie Grunfield, like, listen, with all the dumb fines and trying to l- 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 let it go. Right? Because all it does is just fucking piss people off. And it's not enough money to change the behavior. Yeah. Like, if you can fine me for being late, 50 grand, oh, I'm not being late no more.
1: So, 50's a. Un- for a okay, so you, you okay. find
2: me 50 grand, I'm not being late no more. 1,500? 10? What about Fuck ten? off. What about 10? Ten? 10 grand for being late? Or, or
0: not showing up for an appearance. I remember Ticket used to not show up to appearances to take the ten grand fine. Be like, fuck that. Appearances shit. like team appearances. Yeah. Who like, the fuck, fuck showed up shit. to those? I mean, I'm just. I'm asking. It was a ten grand fine. It was like, man, fuck that shit. I ain't going.
2: Yeah. Bill it. Listen. I'm man. like, I'm. My gonna, thing I'll was be always. There. I always pulled this. Hey, hey, hey. I get paid for eighty-two games. All right, 82 games. I, I don't see nothing in here that says appearance fees and shit like that. I, so, you know what I mean? So, if I don't make it to this, you can't find me. Mm. If not, ouch! Ouch. You just throw it out there. You just throw it. I don't want to miss no game. I'm playing against the starry motherfucker <laughs> today. I'm about to get my points up. You know, but you just said, ouch! No more appearances. But, you know, but, you know um, I'm glad. I'm glad they, they figured out that uh, felonious, probing, Conduct. yeah, Conduct. Partying yeah. in a strip club. All right, we got it. Old, Davis, old David.
0: Old Davis Stern, Jr. He mm-hmm. got in front of it. Can no, David
2: Stern, Jr. No, Dude. no. Senior would have gave him, he Woo! He would have put the hammer down on him. What? Bully, he would try to
1: bully him.
0: So David so, Stern, Jr. is more lenient. Yeah. Okay, so I'm- you
1: think this eight games is fair, unfair? The two games he got
2: was fair. Yeah. Okay. These six games of, i um, you know, working on myself. I get ready for fucking Monday. Yes, that's fair. I like As long as he's back Monday, that's
1: fair. Yeah. That's it. It's fair. Like Monday's it. fair. You hitting a higher or lower on, on the underdog pick him if he's back Monday? No, he's playing Monday. Are you going higher or lower? Higher. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. I'm going higher. He's, we he's, don't give advice here. Who he plan. playing? Who he playing? We will. Dallas.
2: Dallas at, yeah, at, so at he got, Memphis. So, yeah. So it's Golden State, Dallas. So basically, they're on a the road right now. So I, you know, them four games they were sent, they're on the road. So basically, all they did was just, mm, they just added one more, yeah. one more game. Okay. So um, so he has basically starting Saturday. There's Eight games, they have eight games, but seven of them are at home.
1: So you think Jot J- don't skip a beat, he comes back? No skip, nothing? No, he skip. Gonna go, oh, yeah. He's going to come vicious, boy. Oh, he going, he going. He's coming
2: vicious. He's dunking on the first motherfucker he's he yes, down there.
0: Yeah, I think he goes ham because he gets the calls. I think they need to get that entertainment value back. Yeah. Because I think it's lost right now in the, in the shuffle of the games that's been played. No Kyrie, no Luca. We ain't even seen any explosive performances. I'm not gonna say that ratings have dropped, yeah. But let's just say this little scandal has put a little riff in the little ripple. Yeah. So Ja has to come and perform
2: just to be like, okay, this is why, this is why we need him. Well, shit, I know I'm watching. I know y'all yeah, will. I, be just too. Want the,
1: I just want the drop, cross, boom. Yeah, that's mm. all I Hey, Everything <laughs> we all forgot about everything. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's keep this thing moving. Now it's time to go zero to one hundred. Real quick. Look at our nice graphics, too. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Shout out to Underdog Fantasy. All right, so let's talk about these Lakers. And I know people are going to be like, you talk about the Lakers all the time. Well, yeah, Lakers fans. That's what we're going to do. Lakers are currently 10th in the West. They actually beat the Pelicans last night. Had a 40-point lead. Got a little, got a little scary in that fourth quarter, though. D'Angelo Russell came through with a nice steal, though, to help preserve the game. But if they would have tricked that off, somebody would have been in Guangdong. But they but won the game. And actually, the they actually dropped the tenth in the West. So after the game, Darvin Ham said that the team will continue to rest AD on back-to-backs, which means that AD will be out for the Lakers game tonight against the Rockets. Look, Rockets one of the, the worst teams in the league, but just coming off beating the Celtics, and now essentially Lakers don't really have a big. I think Winyan Gabriel will will get a ton of those minutes, but if he gets into foul trouble, it might be scary hours. So Lakers have one back-to-back left this season. That's April, I think, fourth and fifth. Against the Jazz and Clippers. So what are the chances, 0-100, to 100, that AD plays a back-to-back this season, knowing that there's only one left in April? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care, bro. Like, listen, this is not
2: a Lakers support channel. Man. Okay? This is not a Lakers support so channel. Vera I don't the number. care. I stopped caring when you know they did a Westbrook like that. Yes. All right? Come of- put. They got one back-to-back left. If they say he ain't playing no more back to backs, I believe him. I just like I believe he said he was gonna bench Westbrook for some trash, he did it. That man is a man of his word. Man. Okay? All right, I'm believing everything that goddamn motherfucker say, okay?
1: So my question though is if we get to the point where that back-to-back becomes essential to them making the playoffs, but you rest an AD on back to backs to help make the playoffs and keep them healthy for the playoffs. Do you? So I hey, believe you get him. your ass out there and play I back. I believe back. him.
2: He made West, Russell Westbrook come off the bench, right? LeBron James was gone. Anthony Davis was gone. They played a man named Juan in front of Westbrook. Juan? Somebody named Juan Carlos something. Juan just oh, got no.
1: A, Anderson, no JTA. No JTA slander on the show, Gil. Over Westbrook. I'm not darting him.
2: What I'm saying is, that's how stubborn the man is. Where you have Westbrook on your team, he's a third option, your first two options gone, and you still got Westbrook on it. You know how far you had to go in your bench? You had to get people from the Mm D-League, and you just going to start them? So if he says AD won't play back-to-backs, I don't give a shit. If it's the game he's supposed to play against the Clippers, and this game is supposed to be the championship, that man going to do it. For sure. He going to be benched.
1: For sure. Hey, hey, he better get his ass out there. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying. Hey, mm-hmm. it's Laker, they Show me. It's Laker. Culture, right? I need Genie. I need Jeannie Buster to go ahead and they make that. They show me. They're about the business. Call.
2: They're about business. Strict business. Strict business. Zero. So you think he? Oh, fit his ass down. Please. So Ham ain't playing that shit. Yeah. He from. He from Saginaw. I'm with. So,
1: you. him. so if you're the Lakers, you risk.
2: And look, Ojarham. he probably the borderline of Flint and Saginaw. So that's a whole nother man. man. But. <laughs> <he got that.
1: laughs> Between both of them, that woo, you got a whole other so, beast, tough, tough upbringing right there. <laughs> Looking like Debo, but <laughs> so you think no shot, no. Ooh, do you agree with it? If you Darvin Ham, and I need Ad to go out there and give me a dub, a and guess. if you don't play, and I got no Ad Bron, it's... and look, everyone might beat and the it's Rockets. The one, and like, so
2: it's the, it's the, if it's, it's you saying if it's the game between.
1: Like, Clippers is the last one? So the last one, I think April 4th, 5th. They oh, got now Jazz I got more Clippers. games after that. I,
2: mean, I think there's, games.
1: what, one or two more games after that? It all depends. Situational. So if the situation is we need to win this game against the Clippers to get in the playoffs, you saying AD chill?
2: What's what's you said who's who's the other two teams? So for what? The last two back-to-back. Uh, it's Jazz Jazz, Clippers. Then then he won't play against Jazz, they play against Clippers. Oof. Mm. He can't do both if I, if he's playing back to back cuz hopefully LeBron is playing and then LeBron can play against the Jazz 80 and LeBron play against the He's got to play chess at that point if you're going to be
1: Get his ass out on the court and go get us listen, this dub. Listen,
2: listen, I, Hey, Hey, the coach is the one who said that bullshit out loud. <laughs> Dude, we'll go pull up on him. I'm, he don't know. You no, want, want me, want me <laughs> to get my ass <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm, t- I'm just like the rest of them. I talk behind the camera.
1: Man. So Lakers still have a roster spot open. And Winnie and Gabriel's probably going to be playing a ton of five in 80s absence. So should they make a move for a big man? You got Boogie Cousins out there. You got Dwight Howard out there. You got UCLA legend Moses Brown. Lingry, who could at least give you some minutes, because Mo Bamba is likely out for the rest of the season. Who? Mm. You ain't heard the Shaq
2: West song? First of all, we're talking about a dude who averaged eleven minutes. Mm. He was out already. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but let's just come on. Um, I, if I need a big, if I need a big, um, going into the playoffs. Um, if the relationship is good You need a big now. Know what I'm saying if the relationship is good with Dwight Howard and the the you know the Lakers, then um yeah, I'll go him because one, I know he's gonna be in shape. I know uh if we end up playing, you know, uh the Joker, um I know he can handle he that. He got that mind control. He can ha- you know, handle that 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 um that matchup. So, you know, he'll be a guy that I'm looking uh looking at.
1: All right, fellas, next up. We got to talk about the team the Lakers beat last night, the New Orleans Pelicans. They've been dealing with the injury bug all season. They were first in the Western Conference back in December. A lot of people thought it was Fugazi, and they were correct. Mm -hmm. They're 12th now. Let's talk about Zion. So Zion's been battling the injury hammy. He'll be out for at least another week. But this season, he's putting up 26-7 and five assists, but he's only played 29 games. In the last three seasons, including this one, so 29 games this season, 61 last season. The year before that, 24 games. So now we're going to do a little role playing. You guys are the Pelicans. What are the chances, 0 to 100, that the Pelicans will trade Zion? We had this conversation. If we did. And that's <laughs> why it was a very spirited convo, so that's why I had to bring it to the show. Um, it,
2: since, you, since you were the GM and you, you had your math, let's go. 100%. You think are 100% you, are you trading them? Trade them? I'm trading them. I'm trading them just
0: because the inconsistencies, um, the market, and he needs to be somewhere bigger. He needs to be in a bigger place. He needs to be in a bigger place.
2: Wait a minute! That is not what you That's said. What we talked about. No, no, no! That's what we talked about. Remember, we did our math, right? right? It was like, how many games? How many games can he play to make you happy as an owner financially? I said, I said fifty. Fifty, right? And he only averaging twenty
1: nine. He had twenty nine this season. Twenty nine this season, sixty one last season, and then twenty four the year before that. Right. So I'm, I'm, i I'm saying that he not gonna make the
0: fifty to make. You don't think he'll make the fifty? He not gonna make the fifty.
2: Oh. Ah. So we have to get rid of him just to. get But our fifty, as long
1: right. as he. So if he misses thirty one games, you're happy with that? I'm happy with that. Okay,
2: I agree. I agree. I agree with that too. Okay.
1: So if he missed thirty two games, he only played fifty. Y'all rolling. rolling.
2: Like if he played fifty games a season. His 50 games, the excitement he brings, the dominance, I can live with that as an
1: owner. 100%. But now if you're the owner of the Pelicans, you believe that he can actually do that. What's the discipline around the organization? Now this is when we talk about organizational
0: stuff. Like, all right, is the organization disciplined enough to keep him on track? Is the medical staff good enough to keep him on track? Does he have a world-class nutritionist? is gonna trim him down and keep him healthy. That's really the, the variable. It's Like, all right, man, we need 50 games out you,
1: big boy. Yeah. You know there's saying? no denying when he's on the court what he brings, mm-hmm. but he gotta be on the court to be able to do that. And if you're the Pelicans and it's like, look, we, we drafted this guy, he's supposed to be our franchise guy, but you've seen what you know happened in the Gobert trade, you've seen what they got for KD, not to say you can get some on that level, but you can get close to that yep. Would you consider making that move.
2: He's only what 23? Man. 23. And I, I got him too. I got him to win to the end of my contract.
1: You got him for a few more years? He's 25. He's still. Pe- He's 22. He'll peaking. He's 22.: 22? No. Nah no trade no 22 no and he signed that 5 year rookie max
2: 22 years old? no
1: i'm saving keep it.
2: I, i'm not, uh, right? you're not you you keep it it's going to be like old. at 22 it's kind of hard like because he's still in the he's still in the the young it's still the young phase of i know what he's eating mm-hmm. chicken nuggets burgers like you go on room service. I mean, what, what, what are you going what, what to do? Right? You are going to cut off his room service? <laughs> you know, have guards at the goddamn door so he can't go to dinner. Keep somebody make, at the door. Make sure nobody. Make, make sure no teammate orders food for him. I mean, what you, you know? What I mean? Like when like I played, I played damn near forty-two minutes a game, and I gained weight during the season. Mm. What were you eating? Hamburgers, fries, chocolate cake. Uh, chocolate cake? Hell yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was my pre-game meal, it was a, so I have a- You eat this before the game? You girl. eat no, chocolate like, cake before yes. the game? Yes. <laughs> yes. It was a hamburger with two cheeses. I liked the two cheeses on it. Two cheeses? Different cheeses or the same cheese? Two? two different cheeses. Oh, wow. What and then is, uh, uh, I had uh, two sodas, a chocolate cake, with two scoops of vanilla ice cream. You are drinking
1: sodas before the game? That's yeah. a oh. lot of dairy, boy. I wasn't, I wasn't, like, toasted. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you, you were drinking sodas before NBA basketball game? It was my pregame lunch
2: and my dinner.
1: Wow. So after the game, same thing?
2: Same thing. Or no, before, we usually went on the road, but, like, the night before the game and then lunch on the game, that was my meal. That was my hotel meal. You couldn't tell me I wasn't going to kick your ass with it either. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't going to tell me I wasn't about to give you a oh, So, you know, so if... If that's my meal and I'm training three times a day and I'm gaining weight, you know you can only imagine. Like
0: well, it's my, hard. My man. question is, what are you building around Zion to keep? It's, it's, so, not, so it's for me to say. I'm going to invest in keeping you here, right? Like let's say we keep him, we get these fifty games. Do we do we depend on Bi and McCullough to be his support system? What kind? What are we building around him as a
1: franchise? When those guys are healthy. I mean, when they're healthy, but that's the big winner. If they've shown what they're capable of, now, they listen. They have a. They have.
2: If they're healthy and Zion is, when we see him at his peak playing, are they better than S- 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 Sa- Sac- Sacramento? is they're better than Sacramento.
1: So I just want to give, give this that nugget. Bi and Zion played in 93 of like a possible 281 games together. No, no, no. I get all that. Okay, I'm saying.
2: If those guys are healthy and playing, are they better than like the young Kings? I don't think so because they don't got that point, that point guard to drive it.
0: I think Zion would have to play that point forward for them to be that that good.
2: Five assists this year, Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah, five assists. But you you don't think they're better than the Kings at full Mm, strength? Nah. I I think it's... because you one, don't, have the, like to we never, we never see it. That's why. So you it's don't really have enough hard.
0: basketballs out there for Bi McCullough and Zion to get off. You need a point guard to
2: facilitate that, and they don't got that point guard to facilitate getting everybody involved. In no, you d- just, but you only need one player to get everybody involved, just like a sack. Sack, the guy is what the Darren Fox Sabonis, no, Sabonis the Sabonis. Yeah. Is, that's
0: what I'm saying. They don't have a
2: Sabonis. They don't got
0: nobody willing to, to be say I'm gonna be the guy that's gonna sacrifice getting y'all the
2: ball. Well, well technically you don't run plays for Zion. But you would. You would. No, you never. If. No one as he gets better, you have to. The way he scores is just like slashing, cutting yeah. backdooring, yeah. clean up. you know what I mean? It's one of those type of games. So, like having him on a team is actually a benefit because you don't really need to run offense for him to be great. Absolutely. Which is a weird thing. It is. I've never I've never seen someone that dominant without actually Happen to go through. It's just the ball finds them. Yep. Just the ball finds them.
1: So if you could play fifty, we're not right. getting rid of him at
2: twenty-two.
1: <laughs> Say this shit next year, maybe. Twenty-two, no. Keeping them. We're keeping, keeping them. We keep them. We're keeping, okay. them. We're keeping them. Concerned at all about the, the injuries over the past few seasons, though. Y- yes. Yes. So how do you do to address that?
2: I mean, this. Okay, let's try it like this. Um, I invest how much in, into them?
1: Um, Five-year, 193 mil extension. Five-year, he Could go jump to 230-something if he gets an All-NBA. So,
2: so my job as an owner is saying, you know what? I, I invested this much already. This is what I've gotten out of it. I'll take the initiative. I'm going to spend a million dollars a year on his body. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this is what you're going to do. I'm going to spend my money. Yes. I'm going to have the best of the best all year round. I will give you a butler, I would give you a, a masseuse, I'm gonna give you a trainer in-house. I'll pay for it in-house, so you can work out throughout the day, stretching and everything. So I'll, I'll spend that extra million dollars to keep them on a, on a quarter extra 20, 30 games. Cause it benefits me. So basically five your- million, Five million saves me a wasted contract.
1: So basically your approach, New Orleans to be like Leonardo DiCaprio and you're not trading anyone under 25. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm looking, (laughs) I I look at that scenario. I can't take credit for it,
0: (laughs) I can't take credit for it. I look at that scenario though, like, well, what happens if that doesn't play out? Like if your investment in him doesn't convert over to him being able to like accept the accountability that I gotta get my body right. Look, he's investing this money in me. He still doesn't do it. It's gonna be like this is Zion problem. This is not a investment problem. This is a he don't want to do it. No, he can't do it. He's twenty-two. How long do we wait for him to do it?
2: I paid five. If I already paid one ninety-five, I'm gonna pay extra five. I already pay. I already invested one ninety-five. So I'm just trying to protect my my asset.
0: But look at what your investment already's panned out. Twenty-nine yes. games. Yes, sixty-one. That's why game. I'm
2: gonna, twenty-four. Yeah, that's like, why I'm going to throw an extra million dollars a year. To put a fire in his ass? No, the Le- like like LeBron, right? He's not LeBron. Right. When did LeBron start paying a million dollars for his body? When he got right. to a certain age. Right, so a certain age. So I'm like, I got 195. This is my future. Let me go ahead yeah. outside of him. I know I know. at his age he's not actually capable. He's right. 22 years old. By himself. You know, it ain't no, this ain't no diet. Show me a 22-year-old on a strict mm-hmm. diet right. in sports. Right. You're right. Right, Ocho Cinco still eats McDonald's. (laughs) Floyd Floyd too. Floyd, you know, so it's like one of those things where I'm saying, you know what, I'm just gonna throw in an extra million on my behalf, and I'm gonna put the people around him. Yeah. You know, and that's and I don't, I I think sometimes owners give the players too much credit. Yes. And the owners is not protecting their investment. Mm -hmm. They're not protecting their investment. It's like the, the investment that you made. To protect it, it's pennies on a dollar at this point. It's pennies on a dollar. Like when, when, when Toronto, when, uh, when, when Kawhi was basically saying, "I'm lonely here, Mm -hmm. right? I'm lonely here. You know, I want to be in LA closer to my family. I'm I'm willing already to pay you this. All you need is your family. Bring them on out. All right. So I'm just thinking. You know, I don't know if he's in inner city. I don't know if I, you got friends. Do, do they got passports? If they don't got passports, I can hook that up. Mm-hmm. You know, do they have you know child support? You know, you know at that at that uh, that time, what ten thousand, one? I'll pay that. I got some fly, You know, some 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 flights. It'll cost me a, what an extra two hundred thousand dollars a year to make him happy yep. that his friends can come back and forth. Your phone bill. Now people don't think about little things. Phone bills. His friends can't call because they can't afford the phone bill. Our cheap ass ain't trying to do it either. You know, it's, we don't, we, even though it's a little money, we ain't trying little to ask you a motherfucking nah, phone I'm bill cool on it, too. Bit. Right? I'm so cool. it's one of those things where it's like, it's going to cost you $200,000 to keep him. Yeah, $200,000 extra a month, to, I mean a year, to keep him? Deal. So you're basically saying the
0: owners need to put the money where their mouth is. They
2: need to get, they need to, common sense ain't that fucking common sometimes. Mm-hmm. Common sense. You have American, you're like Steve Francis, right? Number two pick, Toronto, or uh, Vancouver picks him. He don't want to be there. There's a reason. Mm. You need to find out what the, Amer- it's too far. <laughs> Even though it's right here, it's too far. Mm. So you have to try to get inside the mind to make it feel like home and yeah. feel like the States. Absolutely. And that's something that you got to pay out of pocket sometimes because it makes sense. Love like it's like we it's like I gave you enough money, you do it yourself, and that's what they do. Like I'm, I'm 21, bro. I, like you go to any. Did, have y'all seen the Doc <laughs> Lamelo Ball? Y'all seen Lamelo Ball's house? The big ass house? Crazy, right? Yeah. Crazy as hell, right? Nice. I guarantee you, two rooms that motherfucker decorated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> two rooms. Just I, sitting in there. Just, just two rooms. The other damn 12 empty. Man. He's not an interior decorator. He don't know what he's doing. He's just going to go. He's just going to decorate the rooms he he associate with. Yep. You know, he's not going to furnish the whole place. He's not going to do. He's not Michael Jordan. Right. Even if he has the $20, 30000000 million a year, he he's going to live how his mind tells him. It's going to be short room. you have NBA players that's played in this league four five years, and they whole house ain't furnished yet.
1: They living like the yin-yang They're living like college kids. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> the college kids, right? It's, That's a bar, got, bro. I got
2: the the bed on the floor. <laughs> oh, I, I sleep in know. this, room. right? Yeah. Am I right? You been to sure. teammates' house. I'm like, how long you been here? Oh, like four years. Shit, Can you just move in here? Man, you ain't get no, you don't got no living room furniture? <laughs> <You ain't got laughs> you got no kitchen? Yeah, I just eat. Look, I just eat in the room. <laughs>
0: yeah, I just be chill. I, just I ain't in the, the kitchen. I ain't got Ooh.
2: no friends. Oh, I just eat in the room. you make?
1: million CEO. What are you talking about? (laughs) You ain't got no friends. (laughs) All right, well, let's shift over to the college side. Obviously, March Madness is tipped off with the the first four, Tuesday and Wednesday. We got the actual official tournament starting on Thursday. But we want to go back Tomorrow Thursday? This Thursday, Gil. Why you say Thursday like we do not shoot every day? Because for the people at home. That don't know what day it is. I thought it was Tuesday for the longest today. Till y'all told me it was Wednesday. It'd be coming, a blur. Man. You gotta tell them. You got to tell them sometimes. <laughs> I, don't like I don't like all this. Y'all, y'all in the chat know what I'm talking about. Them. So it, t- it starts tomorrow because if they watch this a week from now, they to be like, "Oh shit, it starts tomorrow." <laughs> okay, I got you. I got. You. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. But back in December, Michigan State head coach Tom Izzo has some interesting things to say about the NCAA transfer portal. He said, "My biggest fear." of the transfer rule, is anyone gonna learn how to fail? And that's the problem nowadays. Back in our time, you wanted to transfer, your ass had to sit out a year, and then you had to you know, hope that your skill set was still good to go when you came back. Nowadays, you sign on somewhere, you're at North Carolina, you're at Arizona, oh, I'm not feeling this shit, I'm out. I can play the next year. Mm. So are you rolling with the NCAA transfer portal?
2: Listen, it, it, it ain't rolling. Or not rolling because it's here. Yeah. And I think parents need to actually realize what is actually happening. Because it's, it's, it's kind of our age, and um, we're, we're, we're thinking that it's, you know, if I go to the school, right, and I transfer, I gotta wait a year, boom. Now that players can like transfer and then be available, that trickles down to high school. Yeah. Right? What happens in high school now is these coaches don't have to worry about like if I offer you and say hey, we looking at you and you be like all right you know I'm gonna think about it wait I don't have
1: to wait a week no more no fuck you going to the next kid I just wait until March but oh we got, kid was all conference in his league he's gonna be a senior next year he put up 18 a game yep. yeah you killed in high school but shit I could just go get him I can go get him and like even even even
2: it can hurt this type of player. Let's say you're the third best player in your position. So you're the third best point guard in the country. You're the number three, you know, and you saying, all right, you know, I'm, you know, I got you five, you know, I'm going to narrow it down to my five. Oh, that shit don't work no more. Mm. That shit don't work. Oh, all that, this, y'all, y'all to try to do that decision shit now. Yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to top out. The, ah. Listen, last year, the freshmen's. Those top three guards didn't like their situation. Right. The, the the sophomores, those three guards didn't like their... Now, I got six top guards who got experience. Mm. I don't need your little ass no more. Man. I do not need you. I got six guards that's better than you, that's older. I don't need to focus on you, one no, mm-hmm. you no more. Because they can transfer and come play now. So, now... There's not as many scholarships being given out. So if someone is offering you, someone is interested in you, and I don't think parents look at this. When someone offers you a contract, I mean, um, a scholarship, scholarship, that is free money. Look at it. It's money. Mm -hmm. So when you're saying, yeah, yeah, I think about it. You think about the money? That's that's money. That's that's paper. That's what you're talking mm. about. That's paper. That's that treated like paper. You just told someone hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars free scholarship. That yeah, I I got better options. I mean, keep my options open. Mm. All right, keep your options open, little motherfucker. What that sound like though?
1: Sound like
0: college free agency, right? Yep. So college what? free agency.
2: And it's
1: it's at a whole other level. And that's another one. of those points that it makes it. Well, a lot differ. There's no restricted. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm torn, man. But I'll, just put, I'll present it to you like this, though. For the longest time, let's say you're at a smaller school, you make the tourney, your coach kills. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be here forever. I'm going to be your, your father figure here. Oh, shit, I just got a better offer at another school. I'm going to go take this back. Right. See y'all later. Mm-hmm. How much do the coaches need to be accountable in this situation as well? Because I'm saying, Gil, oh, you come play here. You're going to be starting. We're going to run everything around you. Then you come and it's like, uh. Oh, Yes. Well,
2: think about it. Think about it. Let's say Michigan was your number one option, right? And you decided to go to North Carolina, right? And then you and North Carolina don't get along. Yep. Right? Where are you going? I'm trying to go to Michigan. Michigan. Right away. Now, everybody who does. Now, let's say I, I, I came. To, I'm try- I signed up to Michigan, Right? Then you just came in. I'm done. Absolutely. Now I gotta hit the portal next year. Or sit behind me. Or sit behind you. Right. Yeah. And Depending I'm- on what year you are, shit. I'm. If he, let's say he's a he's a he's he's a he's a freshman going into a sophomore, and I'm a freshman coming in, and the team was about to be around me. Now it's around him. Yeah. But now I, I gotta transfer somewhere. Now I messed up, and that's what the portal's about to happen. And these parents better adjust because I can see the shit coming. Oh, what's happening There's going to be top players. Like, if you top 10, 15, 20, you can still get squeezed out. There's going to be players that's in the top 25, top 25 in the country. That means you can be a McDonald's All-American having to go to fucking prep school because your ass couldn't get into the D1 that was supposed to be there because, you know
1: what I mean, a portal? That's, you're talking about fucking 3,000 kids could be in the portal. That's the thing I'm about torn, the portal. Though. Everybody goes in, they don't come out. Of course. Everybody I'm don't sure. come out, though. Of course. What you think?
0: Because it's situational, right? Um, I love the take because I agree 100%. But there's a whole other side of it, right? Like Imani Bates, mm-hmm. right? His situation particularly. But I look at when I was at Carolina and I was faced with the I'm about to transfer my freshman year. And I'm about to leave, but I'm like, I didn't come for this school for the coach to push me out. I came for this school to put my name in the rafters. So I had to make a decision like, I want to outlast this, but if the portal was open, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I might have went to you. Because wanted- I, yeah, I get to play yeah. right away. Right. And I know that wherever I go, I'm going to show up and I'm going to be a factor. So having that option instead of sitting out a whole year, that's really was the decision maker. Like, mm-hmm. I do not have the leniency to sit out a year and waste a year yeah. because I don't want to be at this school. And that's why I stayed because I'm like, nah, I'm not going to let him beat me. And I can't afford a whole year of sitting out because I don't know what, well, what okay. I'm going to waste. Right? But then you look at all the other players that have these situations where the coach don't fuck with their game or he don't get along with the teammates or he's homesick. He's all the way in UConn. He's from L.A like uh, Marcus Williams, mm-hmm. right? Um, you look at situations like that, and it's like if the transfer portal was open, there are more options there where I can leave here and go play right away. And it don't matter who in front of me or who behind me because I'm out of a situation where it could have buried me and I didn't have opportunity to showcase my talent because the coach didn't fuck with me. So I'm torn because the portal's there for a reason and it's there to give you an option the fact that you can play now is a big step, but I understand the family dynamic, the, the your parents need to understand that hey, you could be
2: stuck in limbo in the portal yeah. and not have anywhere to go. One, because think about like, <laughs> when you're talking about a portal, we're not talking about 20 to 30 kids, right. right? We're talking about hundreds and thousands of kids entering the portal, which means of you guys won't even have the fucking stats.
0: Right. You just got this own namesake alone.
2: Stat, you're talking, we're not talking about Amani Bates, right? right, Where he's the number, he's Gatorade player of the year. Right? Now he can go into the portal and then, and then, but now he's a three, Mm -hmm. right? He's a three. So now all, everybody who's looking for a three has frozen. What they're gonna do? That's what I'm saying. There, fro. Hold on, Amani Bass is free. What, Chill. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Now we just gonna wait until he picks a place. Yep. Now, <laughs> now, what happened to a kid that you averaged two last year? You four, or five? I don't know what the fuck you do. Best situation. So now yeah. I don't. Now I'm hesitant too. Mm-hmm. So the, it, 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 it's 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 one of it's one of those things where it's a tr- trickle down effect. It is. It's not. I remember when, um, what is his name? Uh, Jake? Uh, J- no, Reddick? No, not Reddick. I'm thinking Reddick. Um, Team. Luke Recker. Luke Recker. Oh. Luke Recker, Arizona. He's from Iowa, right? Or my turn? No, no, no. He was from Indiana. 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 Luke Indiana. Wrecker from Indiana. Indiana. No, Mr. Okay. Basketball. Mr. Basketball. <laughs> All the way to Arizona. Man. Right. He's sitting out that year. Now, this is what he has to look at. He has to look at me, freshman. Jason Gardner, freshman. Lamont Frazier's coming in a junior uh, combo guard. Then you have Ruben Douglas, who's a two guard. He's a sophomore. Then you have Richard Jefferson, who's a sophomore, who's a three man, right? Then you got Ricky Anderson, who's a three man. Now, what ends up happening is, He's ready, he's like, okay, cool, okay. I beat out um, Reuben Douglas, a freshman, so now you got a, a, a freshman backcourt. Yep. Now you got a freshman backcourt, which makes it hard for him now. Right, so now he has to sit a year wide, two freshmen's gang there, then he has to battle uh, Richard Jefferson for playing time. Luke and Luke Walton coming off the bench, right? So. He's sitting there like, "Oh shit, I it's can't." Uh,
1: Sound of the wrong. Then he okay. dipped to Iowa, and then
2: like, so be, be, the, as soon as the season started, this the season he. It's not like he went. The season like, we're talking about three months into the three months into school. So the season we played our first game. First game, like it was you know one of those red blue type games, mm-hmm. red and blue. I killed, became a starter. Ruben Douglas dipped. He raised his hand too. Damn. Yeah, how uh, well, too. Two freshmen starting, one's faster, more athletic, then you have Richard Jefferson. I'm trying to make it to the NBA myself. I gotta leave. Then he goes, then he transfers to Iowa. Wow.
1: See, I knew record Iowa, but I, I forgot he started Indiana then came now, over now to Now think y'all. about
2: it. If he was allowed to play that year, he just lost a fucking year.
1: Yeah. Yep. He would have just lost
2: that year, because he can play. Now he has, now the same thing happened. He would have lost that year any goddamn way. Absolutely. Because he didn't know I was gonna be that good coming in. And you know what I mean? He didn't know the dynamic. You don't know what's gonna happen. When you're hitting that portal and you're sitting there wondering, just like it, just like free agency, watch the NBA, right? You go into the free agency thinking, you know, I'm by my agency, I'm about to make 40 million, yep. I'm by 30 million. There's only so much money out there. You don't sign, if I offer you a hey, three-year 20, and you're like, oh no, nah, I'm good. A week go by, all that money cleaned up. You're like, hey, that three year 20. No, 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 no. I got three year five. Mm. Well, you can take a one year, two.
1: That's happened to a lot of players. Mm. That money dries up. Those scholarships dry up. It's all, I think it's leverage based. If you're good enough to do it, because in your case, if if we didn't have it now, if we had it now or back when we was playing, you at UNC, you want to dip, but they got NIL back. Somebody comes through and says, look, Rashad, I got a million dollars for you. If you come, at least you can now finagle and finesse that. And that's what we've seen a lot in other sports. In the the, uh, portal? So if, you, if you're good enough to go to the portal, I'm saying if you're a good player, and now I can leverage Arizona, you have a great breakout freshman season. I'm going to the league. Not good <laughs> enough to go to the league, though, hypothetically.
0: You ain't on the board. But you got numbers, but not enough. Not, it's
1: not enough. They tell, they're telling you, hold on. I'm good enough. Wait, hold on. I'm balling. Hypothetically, bowling. you're good enough for an NIL
2: deal, but not for the league. And you're telling me, someone going to give me an NIL deal for a million dollars, but I ain't good enough to be in a draft? Yeah. Y'all on drugs. You you high? Good. Yeah. That's what based
0: doing on fan it. base. Yeah. That's based on if fan you, base. Because I'm telling you,
2: if someone's giving you a million dollars, they see something. If you see it, they see it. We'll talk about Julia
0: Newman. Like, all right, little high school guys who build up a fan base to a certain point, right? We'll bring you over here for this Got a
1: following. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I so now that. Following, you ain't good enough to get to the league yet. Yeah. But you're gonna mm-hmm. get there. But you can get there. But that's that's how schools are moving now. And I like to see a lot of schools <coughs> UCLA, how they start to move. Like we got a ton of bread. You could just start, all right, do you come over here, we're gonna break you off. It's it, that's what I said, it's gonna get a lot of kids are gonna get hurt. It's
2: it it's not gonna be it's <laughs> it's there's only so many scholarships. It's right? True. So, like, ima- Im- imagine if, you know, Arizona, you know, we, you know, we don't talk about UCLA. Arizona has... Uh, you, you're going to talk about us when so we advance farther yeah. than you on this tournament. Y'all won't. Stop. You have three scholarships, right? Three, three scholarships are going, right? And then that portal, they got, we, we, we want you, we looking at you, we looking at you. And then that portal hits and three dominant players come by yeah. and they want to come to Arizona. Those three players that was looking at Arizona, done. Yeah. Right. And then and you've already said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to choose uh, Arizona. And through the old, you done know, threw the other hats. Get the fuck out of here. Get <laughs> the <laughs> fuck out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, now what ends up happening? Now you got to, hey. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. It's not like, it, it, it just, it hurts. I know, like, this person's left, so it freed up this this scholarship, yeah, but it's hurting another scholarship. So it's one of those things where you have to really be mindful. All everyone, everyone from high school, juniors, seniors, everyone has to look at what's going on in them portals because them scholarships are not gonna be available. So if you're a top-tier player right now and no one's calling, there's a reason.
0: Well, it should be criteria-based. I think they need to put a criteria into the portal that the top Five, the five-star, four-star players are the ones who get the attention. They are the one because, like you said, if you average in two and you want to just get out, you're gonna be stuck in the portal because don't nobody really need you. But that's oh, that's, that's like, your really that's, that's you. the choice
1: you have to make I mean, by yeah, doing. Yeah. But here's the other side too, and and we'll move on. A lot of people don't realize that these scholarships are one-year renewable. They think, oh, you signed a scholarship, you're getting it for four years. Like right. coaches have the option. Yes. Like, like it's, Deion it's, when he came it's to year. Not, It's year to year. It's year to year. It's been year to year. It's
0: been year to year. For the, for the longest, bro. I, I, I mean research this. This Even since 2013? Yes. Well,
1: since I looked. 30. Since I looked. It no, should have been before we that, too. Play? One year renewables. Now, most schools aren't going to do that because it's a bad look to be like, oh, we offered you a scholarship. But you get somebody like Dion come in like, oh, y'all can get your ass on the portal now because I'm bringing Louie with me. National oh, letters. Oh, that's because. No, no, no. Be, see, damn, That hurts. National
0: letter of intent. It's in wait, there. Wait,
2: wait, wait. See, but they, no one's ever used it. A <laughs> rare case rare occasions. Rare have... occasions. Now you can use that shit all you want. Yeah. So I can. I can snatch your scholarship away from you. Hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Well. That's,
0: that's Every year, how,
1: When I'm saying, no one's ever done it. But back in the day, it, it happened. It just wasn't publicized. Yes, lot, this it's happened. It's like, happened many times. Like, like yo, like they talk. Like, the yeah, coaches well, he's, even
0: threaten you with like, it. Like, I'll new, take your scholarship. Oh, yeah, new yeah, coach but that's came in.
1: Yeah, you know, new coach come in. Like yo, you're not my guy. Not my guy. <laughs> so, and they'll bring on. you in and
2: be like, hey man. You mean, no, I've known, known that. But I mean, Jesus Christ.
1: All right, but let's let's keep
2: this thing moving. Oh yeah, I'm I'm like Dion. Man, yeah. Listen, everybody wants your contract, baby. Besides my son. Besides my son. <laughs> <laughs> He's starting. Y'all, y'all figure it out. Everybody else, yeah. So, it's
1: time for mostly fans, Gil. So March Madness underway. Rashad, I'm going to start with you. Everybody always talks about their favorite March Madness moment. Well, I want to know, what's your most heartbreaking March Madness moment? Could be a team you played on. Could be a team you was a fan of coming up.
0: Um, I'm going to go with the Villanova-UNC U-
1: heartbreaker. Ooh, number right? three.
0: Um, I'm not gonna say I was cheering for UNC at the time because I was going through my own little shit with them. But you were still watching. But I was definitely still watching. I still got love for the team, so I'm rooting. Um, and it, that sequence between Paige hitting the jumper and then them coming back down and knocking that thing down, bro. That that. Chris just as a just as a fan of basketball, it's heartbreaking. Be like, ooh, y'all thought y'all had it. That's when you sleep, like, I see a guy like Gil, you don't give up on the play with two seconds left. I always got a chance to win the game. Yeah. And I feel the same way, like, oh, how much time we got? Give me here. Let me shoot it from here. Game over. Cry. Cry. Mm-hmm. And that, that moment was uh, detrimental to, to UNC because we definitely thought we had that shit in the bag. Yeah. And uh, it was a heartbreaker.
1: Girl, how about yourself, what's your most heartbreaking March Madness we moment? This. We all know this. <laughs> you tell us. I think I think you just keep doing this shit on purpose.
2: <laughs> you keep trying to throw it in my face that we lost the national championship. Oh, was shit. it a fair
1: game? Hell no! <laughs> so wait, so wait, you <laughs> have a t- you supposed to have one of these? I, at, I went
2: I went there. See so here you go.
0: Supposed to have one, like, we like, went
2: there. We got we got we got cheated, man. Twenty two missed calls. Whoa. 22, Yeah, they, when Sports Center ran it back, it was 22 missed calls that they should have called. Calling that, calling we that had a guy. play like this. Just so Jason, Jay Will, because we don't call him Jason, Jay Will, right, has two fouls mm-hmm. in, in, in the first. So Jason Gardner dribbles in front of him. He falls on Jason Gardner. Jason Gardner's dribbling on the floor like this. They never called the foul. He's on top of him, laying on top of him. Ref's never called nothing. So go and get up. That second half? First. First half, so it would be three fouls in the first half. Yeah, that's it. Oh, shit.
0: That's not um, the game.
2: Um, somebody, Dunleavy, or what's the name, going in for the lip, and he just pushed him out of bounds. Like, pushed him. Two hand, Woof, Flew. <laughs> Nothing. Mm. Yeah, it was so stop this shit. <laughs> <laughs> stop this shit. Uh, you know You're going to be on timeout. But you know, so, yeah. you, you, you but you know that was my moment. You, <laughs> you know. made it
1: to the fo- But you're going to have to. A, a what th- was th- yours? Th- Mine is different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go recent. You had that Chris Jenkins uh, game when I had the Jalen Suggs, Gonzaga, UCLA. Ooh. They tied it up, he hit the Ooh. half quarter. That shit is heartbreaking. Mm. It's heartbreaking. I feel for those kids. I a similar situation though. This is the thing about the Pac-12, that uh. Pac-10, that we get got on. They always treat us like we soft, we West Coast, whatever. But then we get to the tourney and they be blowing the whistles like we these physical, grinded out teams. Mm-hmm. So same situation. I think uh, Johnny Juzang got a bucket, should have been an and one. Didn't call it, they come down, I hit the half quarter. Johnny, Johnny should've left after
0: that series. <sighs> Johnny be tripping. We used to train Johnny, man. Johnny, before he was at UCLA. Huh? Was, I like Johnny, man.
2: No, after that tournament, he I, I don't know. I whoever convinced him to come back to college, that was a bad yeah, he should have left fire hot. Like you that's when you gotta have seven you you ain't that fast. Right. You know and I mean your game is a little slow, so you you say they say you top five go. No, oh, do you coming back to school for top five? You supposed to go if you top 10. ten? No, but what I'm saying what is, about is then. back then it was top five. Yeah, no. like they was like like they were trying to figure out who you know him, Suggs are for sure. Go go. There ain't no point of going back to school. There's nothing. There's nothing to gain. Well, I need to win a championship. All right. Is that a, UCL,
0: a UCLA thing? Because because what ends up happening, he didn't even I mean, get drafted straight, this year. He Toby, didn't get drafted.
1: Toby Bailey, one of my favorite players of all time, on that '95 team. Killed. I think had like 26-6 in the natty game, but then came back. Same thing with Jason Capone. Capone had a killer freshman year. A follow? Yeah. Miles Simons. Miles Simons. Should have dipped. You
2: got to leave. Listen, the longer you stay in college, they get to depict your game. they do. They get to look at your game and see your flaws. So when you have all
1: this unknownness, go. And on that note, it's time for us to go. And Gil, before we go, Zero You Gotta Remembers today. Yeah. Zero You Gotta yeah. remember. <laughs> Like the smoke. <laughs> but we appreciate y'all. This has been another episode of Gil's Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, oh, Wait, you said Zero. I did. Zero You Gotta, gotta rem- Now nah, you just did one. No, I was asking. <laughs> I was asking. So tomorrow's drinking.
0: Drinking. It. It's drinking.
2: It.
1: We're going to sip up. Start Attorney, we will see y'all tomorrow, which is Thursday, which is the start of March Madness. We appreciate y'all plugging in with us. We out.